Greetings Earthlings, today I'm back with a review of a brand new broadcast condenser microphone from Earthworks. That microphone that we're discussing and the only thing that we'll be discussing because we will not be discussing this train wreck right here is the Earthworks Ethos. If you are interested in this mic, it will cost you $700. If you want the matte black version, it will cost $750. And like always, I'll throw some links in the description down below. Also, in the sake of full disclosure, I do need to let you know that Earthworks sent me this microphone free of charge so that I am able to make this video. But with that out of the way, for this video, I have the microphone connected directly to the Focusrite 18i20 2nd Gen. My gain is set at around 1 o'clock, recording 24-bit, 48 kilohertz, and I will not do any kind of post-processing, but I may have to boost it a little bit in post, so check the doobly-doo to see what I diddly did. And now let's talk about what comes in the box. First, you are going to get the microphone. You'll get an already installed foam windscreen, an already installed triad orbit microphone mount, a 5 8 to 3 8 inch microphone stand adapter, and a single sheet of documentation. Then as far as the build quality of this thing, it feels absolutely outstanding. The entire body is milled out of a single piece of stainless steel and it feels incredibly robust. When we take off the foam, you can see that it has this metal grill here. That is incredibly robust as well. And if we put it right next to an SM7B, you can tell it looks like a shiny, cute, miniaturized version with the body and that grill. If we look at the front of the steel cage, though, you will see that it is open and you have a much finer metal mesh to add a bit more wind protection. Then as we look around the microphone, there are no buttons or switches. This is just a basic plug-and-play XLR microphone. On the rear, you will find the XLR port. And if it matters to you, this microphone is assembled in the USA. Then as far as the specs, this microphone has a super cardioid polar pattern, a frequency response of 20 Hz to 30 kHz, a sensitivity of around negative 34 dB, a self-noise of 16 dBA, a max SPL of 145 dB, an impedance of 65 ohms, and a phantom power requirement of plus 24 to plus 48 volts. Now I am spinning around the ethos to 90 degrees so you can hear the off-axis rejection and coloration. We'll continue around the microphone to 180 degrees. Here's the rear of the mic. Continuing around the microphone to the second 90 degree angle. There we are. And then we will rotate and end at the front of the microphone. Now let's test the plosive rejection of this microphone with the provided foam windscreen. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Now I'm right on top of the microphone to demonstrate the proximity effect on this thing. Now I'm about three inches off of the microphone with it pointed at the corner of my mouth and here is how it's sounding. Now I'm about one foot away from the mic. Now we're about two feet away from the microphone and about four feet away from the microphone. Now I am typing on a keyboard with Gatoron blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And for the gaming folk out there, now I am typing on the sad W and spacebar keys. Here is how the microphone sounds in a well-treated room. There you can see the microphone is right in frame, a couple inches away from my mouth. 
and here is how the mic sounds in a completely untreated room. Now I want to test the shock rejection of this microphone, so I'll start by tapping on my desk to see how much of that noise it can reject. And then I'll tap on the boom arm. And just to be thorough, I'm now going to tap on the body of the microphone to see if there are any kind of resonant frequencies. And now I want to see what kind of effect the provided foam windscreen has on the tone of the recording. So currently I have the provided foam windscreen installed and here is how it's sounding. And now I have removed the foam windscreen and you can really hear the top end just open up and come to life. So you can really use that to your benefit. When I was recording the acoustic guitar and electric guitar, which you'll hear later, I took off the foam to really capture a bit more of that top end. So that is what the foam windscreen does to the recording. I'll put it back on so you can hear it one more time before we move on. And here we are with the foam windscreen installed on the microphone again, and it dampens down that top end quite a bit. And now, like we always do, we're going to do a quick spoken word comparison between the mic that we're reviewing and a bunch of other microphones on the market. We are starting at a fairly high price point with the SM7B. That's because this is a very high price point microphone, and we will also be including a couple of other broadcast condensers so you can hear how it compares against those. Like always, we'll start on the mic that we're reviewing. This is the Ethos. I am three inches away from the end of it. Gain at one o'clock, and here's how it sounds. All right, we're starting at a very high price point. This is the Shure SM7B in neutral mode. I turned off 48 volts. My gain is at 100%, three inches off from the end of this microphone, and here is how it sounds. $400 versus $700. Dynamic versus condenser. Let's jump back and do more of these. Back on the Ethos, nothing has changed, and here's how it's sounding. Let's jump to the next mic. Now I am on the Rode Broadcaster. This is another broadcast condenser microphone. This goes for $420. Insert a bunch of internet jokes. Haha, ha, very funny. It says 420 I am three inches off, my gain is at one o'clock and 48 volts is on, and here's how it sounds when I make disgusting mouth clicks. I hated that. Or maybe I just heard that in my head, I don't know. Next microphone. We are back on the Ethos again. The foam windscreen is still installed because that's how the majority of people will be using it. And here's how it sounds. Let's jump to the next mic. Now we are on the Electro Voice RE20. I am three inches off of this thing. My gain is just shy of 100%, so I would say maybe 445-ish. This goes for about $450, and this is a dynamic microphone. Here's how it sounds. Let's jump back to the Earthworks and do more comparisons. This is the fourth comparison. I am back on the Ethos, and here's how it's sounding. Let's go, let's go, next one or something. Now we are on a more affordable option from Earthworks. This is the Icon Pro. It costs $500. I am three inches off of this thing. My gain is still at one o'clock and here's how this sounds. $500 versus $700 for the Ethos. What do you hear as a difference? Which one do you like better? Let's jump back to the Ethos and do a bunch more of these things.
you would think that after 600 or 1,000 videos, however many videos I've made on YouTube, I would be able to speak. I am still unable to speak. This is the ethos. Let's do another microphone comparison. Now we are on the Loughton Audio LS208, another broadcast condenser microphone. This costs $600 if I'm not mistaken. I am in the neutral mode, 48 volts on, and my gain is at 430 because this is a very quiet condenser microphone. But there you go, Loughton Audio LS208 with the provided foam windscreen on for you. And let's jump back to the Ethos and do more comparisons. This is the Earthworks Ethos again, three inches off, gain at one o'clock. Check the lower third to see how much I boost each of these in post. And let's jump to the sixth, seventh, eighth, I don't know where we are. Next one. Next, we are on the Neumann KMS-105, a supercardioid or hypercardioid handheld condenser microphone. This costs $700. I am three inches off of the end of this thing. My gain is at four o'clock. And here is how a handheld stage condenser microphone sounds like compared to a broadcast condenser microphone. Let's do more. All right, we are back on the ethos again. Nothing has changed. Just listen to my voice on this to get a feel for the tone of this, and let's jump to the next one. Now we are on the Earthworks SR314. This is another handheld stage condenser microphone. This costs $700. I am three inches off of this. My gain is at one o'clock. And here is how this sounds compared to the Ethos. One made for stage vocals, another made for broadcast vocals. What do you hear as a difference? Let me know in the comments. I know what I hear, but you tell me. And let's do two more comparisons. Is this the eighth comparison here? I have no idea. But we have the magic of post-production, so I will go ahead and make this the eighth in the lineup. Next microphone. Now we are on the Neumann BCM705. This is Neumann's only dynamic microphone, and it is a broadcast dynamic. I am three inches off of this thing. My gain is set just shy of 100%. I would venture a guess and say 447 on a clock dial. And here's how this sounds. Did I say $700 broadcast dynamic, three inches off? Let's jump back and do one final comparison. And I think you know what it's going to be. And I think I already said that in this next bit too. Whatever. And if I am not mistaken, this is going to be the final microphone that we compare it against. Y'all know what it's going to be. But first up, this is the ethos. Let's jump to the last microphone. And finally, we are on the Neumann U87AI. This is meant to function as a control from video to video to video. It's not a fair comparison in 99% of these videos, but this is a multi-pattern condenser microphone, $3,600, cardioid mode, no high pass filter, no pad, gain at 11 o'clock, three inches off, and here's how it sounds. That's, that's all I've got. Those are the comparisons. Let's jump to the music test now.
Is this mic realistic? Or does it do me favors? Because I'll tell you one thing I need All the help I can get Yeah, if you're viewing microphones as different styles of paint The paint that I'm looking for is a paint that will sufficiently cover the entire original image where nothing that was originally there is visible anymore. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> Let's go to the conclusion. Okay, I know people are going to disagree with me when I make this statement, but I think this is the best sounding broadcast condenser that I have ever tried. But first up as far as pros, the microphone did an outstanding job at plosive rejection when you use the provided foam windscreen. It also did a great job at handling noise rejection and shock rejection, which is always nice in a broadcast studio so you don't have to worry about as much handling noise of a boom arm or anything. Also, like all Earthworks microphones, the build quality of the chassis leaves nothing to be desired. And just like the Icon Pro, the Triad Orbit mount is an absolute joy to use. But then as far as cons, I do think that the proximity effect on this microphone can get a bit overwhelming. And as far as the background noise rejection, it is pretty good, but it still picked up quite a bit of the clickiness of my keyboard and quite a bit of room tone and the untreated space. And now what are my overall thoughts and opinions of this microphone? On the electric guitar, it's a very similar story to the SR314. It has a pretty controlled low end. The mids are nice and pleasing and detailed, but the top end is so articulate and extended that it captures something that is uncommon on the electric guitar, and it ends up coming across a little bit fizzy, a little bit sizzly, because those are frequencies and sounds that are not typically captured on the electric guitar. Then on the acoustic guitar, I definitely heard more mids than I was expecting, but it was still a pleasing and smooth midsection. The lows were controlled and nothing boomy down there, and the top end was articulate, but it didn't come across sharp. Next up for singing, I wasn't the biggest fan of it with the provided foam windscreen. I think that it tamed the top end a bit too much, so if you're using it for that application, I would take off the provided foam windscreen and use a transparent external pop filter. That way you can get some really nice detailed and really articulate vocals similar to the SR314. And finally for spoken word, that is my favorite application for this microphone. The low end has this really appealing weight and body to it, but it doesn't come across as muddy or unclear. The mids are incredibly detailed and clean, but it doesn't come across as scooped, and it completely avoids any kind of nasalness to it, which is wonderful to listen to. And then the top end is crisp, detailed, and articulate, but it doesn't come across as overly sibilant. It doesn't become fatiguing. I just love this thing on spoken word. And to wrap up, would I recommend the Earthworks ethos? For spoken word, absolutely. I'll start by saying, compared to something like the SR314, it doesn't create that same sense of excitement when you first hear it because it does have a more tame top end, which may not come across as realistic, and it's not as hyper-detailed and articulate as something like the Icon Pro. 
But for long-form podcast and broadcasting, I think that's a benefit for the ethos because over an hour, two hours, four hours, those higher frequencies might become fatiguing for the listener. But if you're looking at this microphone solely for music applications, I think it becomes quite a difficult sell because for $700, you can get much more versatile microphones out there. But if you bought this for spoken word and then you want to record some music, I think you can absolutely use this and get great results. I just don't think you should be buying this exclusively for music. And the last thing that I want to say is if Earthworks comes out with a foam windscreen that is compatible with the SR314 or the Icon Pro, I'll definitely pick that up and try them out to see if it can bring either of these other microphones closer in line with the Earthworks ethos. And that's it for today, but I want to pass a question off to you. I know I am bold by saying this is the best sounding broadcast condenser that I have tried out. I want to hear from you. What do you think about this microphone? Do you think it is the best sounding broadcast condenser? Or do you think one of these other condenser microphones or a broadcast dynamic beat it out? Let me know in the comments down below and let's have a conversation about that. But if you found this video fun, interesting, or helpful, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. If you hated it, give me a big old thumbs down. If you want more videos, subscribe, click that logo down beneath me, and do not forget to hit that bell icon to be notified of all my videos. I need to start making more of them because it seems like it's an eternity in between them. If you want to support the channel and become one of these amazing people over here, you can do so by clicking that join button and joining at the $5 tier or higher. It really does help me continue to bring you these videos. So until next time, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. 